Hello, welcome to a new episode of Supplycast, podcast from the Healthcare Supply Association. Today joining me again is Clara Purnell, who is, amongst other things, Deputy Chief Officer of the HCSA. How are you doing, Clara? Hello, yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. The pleasantries are out the way. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the reason you're back on, because you obviously have been on Supplycast before, so you are one of our returners. And that was when uh, you were first announced as one of the two new deputy chief officers, along with Richard Richard Whiteside, and you came into that role when, when Keith took over as Keith Rowley took over as chief officer. One of the things, first things that you were passionate about doing is what we're going to be concentrating on today, mm-hmm. and that was the creation of a women's network uh, yeah. through the HTSA for obviously as it would sound, women that are in NHS procurement. Can you start off, Clara, by telling me uh, what was the sort of genesis of the idea of this? So um, for me personally, I think considering feedback I've had across the industry, we haven't had a women's network um, nationally across NHS procurement and supply chain. So I thought it was a, a good opportunity to get people involved, represent women um, across across the patch and start really tackling the issues that we still face as women in procurement, women in leadership and in an industry where perception um, is that it's still quite a male dominated mm-hmm. um, industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is about, you know, tackling issues that have been, ta- uh, you know, still haven't, we still haven't seen change that we'd like to see transforming, but also more importantly, it's about supporting everybody in NHS and particularly women in the NHS and procurement and, and supply chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for a while, you know, we've always been like the poor relations in NHS, you know, people don't understand what we do. And then I think mm-hmm. there's a bigger issue within that, in that industry about, is there the right representation? And is there a committee and a council that can, people feel they can come to and hear their voices, um, give feedback, identify new opportunities. So yeah, it, it's, um, I think it's been around for a while and something I'm really passionate about, but it's a great opportunity for everyone within NHS to try join HCSA and be involved in a really new and exciting network. And is that something that you, that you were passionate about, you know, prior, prior to becoming deputy chief officer? Yeah. Is it something yeah. that so was it kind of like, oh, you know, when you got when the um the call came down the line, Clara, would you like to be deputy chief officer? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, was that was it kind of something you thought when you thought about, you know, why would I want to do this? Role? Why would I want to take up the deputy chief officer role? What could I do? And was it kind of one of the things you thought, well, you know what, it might give me the opportunity to touch on some things that, you know, that, that I've that you've privately kind of felt that there's a need for? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, women are still largely underrepresented in procurement and supply chain. Um, that number's smaller again when you're looking at leadership and senior leadership roles. Um, and I, I know when I joined um, the procurement industry and particularly in healthcare and NHS, I didn't feel like there was an, a network or a body that I feel like I could go to and support. Um, and, you know, the issues that we tackled years and years ago and still currently, you know, how women are spoken to, um, representation, um, trying to break down the barriers that I think we've made great progress, 
but there's still work to be done. So absolutely. And, you know, having, you know, again, you know, honoured to be asked and now working as Deputy Chief Officer for HSA, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to say, actually, let's move forward and get this network moving and starting with people who are really passionate um, about women in the field in this industry and with the NHS. There's obviously been quite a few uh, surveys recently, isn't there, and research around women in the NHS in general, which yeah. has made some rather, um, you know, frankly, unpleasant reading. Uh, yeah. Percentages yeah. of women that have felt, uh, you know, that, that have felt uncomfortable in their yeah. workplace. Can you give us a little bit of an idea about how it's going to how it's going to work? First of all, the yeah, women's so- network. Yeah, so we have, um, we've drafted off terms of reference. So um, we, we've set up a committee. We're going to meet in June. And this, this is the, the kind of the purpose and the role of the network and the committee within that network is to challenge um, a work to drive change to positively impacts issues faced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we want to look at, like I said, about new opportunities and how we can transform and drive change. But with change, we need to ensure that we embed those changes and the issues that, you know, the public will see it in the papers, what you hear within the NHS, and what our own experiences are within um, procurement and supply chain within the NHS. And also, this is also about you know offering learning and development um, within procurement and supply chain. You know how to you know women in leadership, how you want to progress your career, breaking down those barriers that people feel they may face or don't have. Um, an appropriate platform or support network to drive the challenges that may, they may see. So okay. there, there's lots of, um, you know, we want to hold regional and local events. We want to kind of invite key speakers and um, people who've, you know, been through experiences or who've got great innovative ideas. Um, and I think the main focus of this is, is a positive, um, we positively impact yeah. not just women, but everybody within procurement and supply mm-hmm. chain. So this is, yes, of course, it's a women's network, but it's open to all to sort of part in, you know, partake or give feedback. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it, it's, re- it's, you know, like I said, it's it's new. Um, I think we'll have learnings along the way, but I'm really excited about it. I was going to say, what has the initial reaction been when you've been contacting, you know, individuals about taking part, uh, giving them more details about the idea? What kind of response have you had? really positive really really positive um in fact we've got a lot of people who want to join the committee um which i always think that's a great a great start um i've spoken to people within you know wider than procurement and supply chains and you know we're setting up a network um and it's i'm not just saying this it really has been a positive and a actually why have we not done that sooner yeah and to be honest why have we not done that sooner i think you know 2022 Mm -hmm. um that kind of probably suggests that this, you know, there's still some challenges that yeah. we need to face. And let's be honest about those challenges. If we want to make change, we need to tackle those issues that might be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's also, like I said, about supporting and driving, you know, new innovative ideas, how we can, you know, support people in lead who want to go into new roles. It doesn't have to be leadership. It could be supply chain. So, you know, logistics world, massively underrepresented yeah. women in that role. You know, it's still seen as always a man's job. Not really. And this is about, you know, inclusion and our diversity. And I think that is all encompassing. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and on that matter in general, the HSA is one of the 
key goals moving forward is to touch on those areas of diversity, make yeah. sure that everyone's represented and supported regardless yeah. of who they are. Yeah. How, yeah. How, how, I know it's very early days and really just kind of, you know, putting it out there, the women's network now, and there'll be lots more to come um, on the website, etc. But how would you hope to see it develop? Do you have any sort of, do you have ideas about how you'd like to see it develop over time? Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I'd like to see it develop. So we, you know, we've got everybody within um, NHS procurement and supply chain aware of it. And as you know, a lot of, a lot of people know that usually sits under finance directorate. So, you know, mm-hmm. how can we work with the wider finance, um, finance colleagues, um, let's work with different bodies and organizations the NHS so you know, we've got a we've got a representative we've got a voices on sorry we've got a seat at that table wherever they may be um, we can drive really positive change we can support you know the wider NHS as well but also for me long term I'd like to see you know when we identify the issues when we meet in June how it, you know, really, really see that exciting change come forward. And so actually look at the success stories we've done and that's a positive impact, mm-hmm. you know, of a network that is probably, um, you know, a network that can, should have been here a long time ago and it's here now and it's really great news. I just can't wait. And there's lots of facts and figures about, you know, diversity, inclusion, exclusion, um, women. Um, you know, I, I've read somewhere as a fact that, you know, increasing workplace diversity can boost the UK economy by 20 billion a year. I mean, that's that's fantastic. And we've got a big focus on social value, which is another really important area in people. So, yeah, I think that there's we've got, we can sort of do support and drive really positive change. You know, doing these podcasts, uh, I don't know how many have done yet, quite a lot. I think it's about 800. <laughs> but, uh, doing these podcasts uh very often when i talk to individuals they discuss uh which is actually something that you don't get in every industry but most mm. people can name an individual a mentor who in their early days or you know when they were first in the industry was really really important to them yeah um, that's something I've, that really stands out for me that you know it's i mean i've worked in 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 in, in, a, in a few industries and, you know I'll be honest with you i'm not sure that you know, once upon a time, I was a journalist, and I'm not sure if someone said to me, who is your mentor in journalism? I wouldn't be able to give you a name, to be honest. <laughs> there was no one that I would, you know, I was there was no one that I would really attach that to. But in this industry, there is. People literally have a name ready to trip off the tongue. Yeah. But I'm not sure at this stage, when I've spoken to people, how often that individual has been a woman. Which, yep. you know, it tends to have been whether whether I've spoken to, you know, I, on this through the course of this podcast, I've spoken to people of, of, you know, all genders, and and ages as well. But yeah. uh, it did occur to me when we was ahead of doing this podcast, I don't remember anyone. I, I don't recall anybody saying that, which I suppose is in some ways indicative of 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 the of the issue, and also the mm. fact that people starting out and becoming at that point, there wouldn't have been yeah. in a senior role. To, mm. to have that mentorship role I just wondered Clara whether I mean I'm sure there's people now that would start describing you in that role and I'm sure that if we're all Nothing. here in, in 10 15 years time and we're still doing the podcast and and what have you mm. then I'm sure people will be saying yes well yes my mentor was Clara Burnell yeah but I was going to ask whether you had someone like that first of all 
And also I was going to ask if you can think, or perhaps more pertinently, I suppose, mm. if there's any, uh, when you came into this, is there any particular sort of female role models or uh, mentors that you had at that time? Or again, is it the issue we've been talking about? Of the yeah. Being around? Do you know, so good question. In my early Thank career, <laughs> really good, you've got me thinking. So in my <laughs> early career, um, yeah. honestly, I don't think there were many women that were in leadership roles and mentor and mentoring me. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that have mentored me across my career, I'm eternally grateful for. And I don't think that's for me a gender issue. But yeah. I think for this and this network, then you can argue, actually, actually, where, where were there women in yeah. my career? I think yeah. later in my career, um, I worked with, um, I, I've worked with a few key, stake, you know, key stakeholders within my trust and across the industry. Um, and I won't mention their names, but I think they know who they are. There's been two women in my career that have really, really like, given me the inspiration to go into leadership's role. They are in executive mm-hmm. roles. Um, they're empowering. They didn't try to stereotype themselves or put them in a, a role where people might think they need to be. You know, women. You know, women get sometimes bad reputation about being in leadership. Um, why I don't know. I mean, we could get that's a different topic on its own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they were really important, kind of shaping how I was a lead, as I am a leader now. And I, you know, we learn every day and how we can inspire people. Mm-hmm. And um, I think people sharing their learnings and experiences is really, really important. So in terms of officially mentoring, no, but they did mentor me in a, in a sense. Um, And I think to have inspirational female um, leaderships and, you know, that can make other people, give some other people some inspiration and drive to such that I want to do that. And I can do that is so important and it's changing. You know, I just said beginning of my career 15 years ago, that wasn't common and it's becoming increasingly more common, which is, really really good news but more to come and I think there should be there there we need more female mentors and executives and leaders um you know representation as we said is important diversity is important um and while we've you know reached a good point like I said there's definitely room for improvement and more change to come that we need to help drive and HSA's women network is a good opportunity and I think we're at the right time to sort of really make a difference you said that there's you've got a kind of first meeting coming up in was yeah. it june june All right yeah month. yeah uh what's going to be the kind of topics there is it just going to be kind of thinking about how this thing's going to gel or yeah so we we've obviously said we, we've drafted a terms of reference so the overall strap line for that terms of reference is about championing you know change inclusion you know how, how do we support and develop and transform issues faced mm-hmm. by women in procurement and supply chain within the nhs um i'm going to give that kind of give it back to the table as executive sponsor what are the issues you want to tackle what can we realistically make a change to because this isn't an overnight project this is going to be years and years and years of work mm-hmm. um so i'm very much about talk about inclusion is actually as a team and as a committee, we need to make sure that we've identified the right issues we want to tackle. So I would say, let's pick you know a couple this year or work mm-hmm. towards a bigger sort of ter- like objective, our aims and objectives for year one to five. And yeah, I think there's lots there. So I'm not, I think, watch this space is what I'll say. 
and we can sort of announce the exciting news of what we're going to discuss and sort of put out there to the wider market and the wider NHS procurement, procurement supply chain, the wider NHS. Yeah, and as I said earlier, you know, keep looking at the uh, newly refreshed, I think we can still call it newly refreshed HTSA website, can't we? Yes, we can. It's yeah, a bit yeah. like a new year thing, isn't it? When you get to January, yeah. you, start, <laughs> you start thinking about when you can when you can stop saying happy new year to people but i know i think it's still a uh, you know the newly refreshed hsa website still what i'm going to call it yeah so there will be further details on there there'll be further details on our social media channels as stuff comes out i mean we'll, we'll kind of we'll make sure that there's a little report that goes up about how that meeting goes in june uh, also don't forget that the summer conference is coming up on the 16th of june so make sure you're attending that also, yeah. um, you will obviously, as soon as we've had that, you'll, there'll be uh, various uh, communications going out regarding the Winter Conference, which is 22nd to the 23rd. Yeah. Uh, in Manchester Conference Centre. So all these things, will people will be able to come and have a chat with you if they want to. Clara, yeah. about yeah. the Women's Network. Just, My just, door, uh, so to speak, is always open. The door, um, so to speak, is always open. <laughs> You still use that phrase, but well, I just have a nice. <laughs> you just do. You as long as you, as long as you don't get caught up in singing from the same hymn sheet, I think. I think. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> my door is always open. Brilliant, but I mean, you won't actually be walking around with a door, will you? You'll be just like. I've got to do now. Someone's going to expect the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you walk around with some mobile door. <laughs> you know, and a hymn sheet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know. So grab you, and if you're, which I'm sure they will be, make sure yes. they grab a chat with you at the summer conference, yeah. you know, winter yeah. conference, or if they want to send you an email, of course, they can they can do that. Always, yeah. Any yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to hear from anybody, um, particularly new ideas. Um, HSA is a really great organisation. There's so much we have to offer. And particularly for those who haven't joined the HSA yet, yeah, please do. It's a really, really good network of people. Um, so, you know, you meet new people, you might meet some new friends, we can talk about lessons learned. Um, and there's, it's, we've got so much to give and support to within the NHS. Mm-hmm. And it's Be- great for those who are just joining NHS and procurement supply chain. You know, how do we attract new talent? And I think we play a role in that as well. Mm-hmm. And indeed, um, the HSA is uh, putting together a, a, a group to the, from junior members and junior management and that to discuss things. Yeah. As we speak, that will probably be the next one where we're giving details on. Usually at this point of the podcast, Clara, as you know, having done this before, uh, the the individual being spoken to, which is you, (laughs) will be whisked off for the Desert Island Supplies part of the podcast. Oh, God. However... However... (laughs) You've got a new one. Because you've been been on this before... And if people are, and I'm assuming that you haven't changed your mind about what you take to that, that desert island. So we, 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 won't, we won't do it again. If people okay. really want to know, go back and listen earlier in the year to yeah. Clara's uh, Dep- I Am A New Deputy Chief Officer at HCSA <laughs> podcast, and you'll be able to find out what luxury items she took, what music and what, fi- what film. I have to, I have to uh, admit, I cannot for the life of me remember I'm wondering, Clara, if you can, what you selected at the time. I think I can, but I don't want to get it wrong. Go on. Go on. Stick, stick your neck out. 
Um, go on, right. <laughs> Luxury item, I can't remember. I think you Why took do your you phone. know what? Did you take your phone? No, I think no, I didn't. took a book. And I took a notepad so I could put my ideas down. Did and you? I think so. Did you? Let's hope so. Someone's going to have to... Sounds good. It certainly sounds good. It sounds terrible that I've forgotten what I said I was going to put as an island. I have to write this down. Maybe maybe I could give the answer of, well, that was then. Things might have changed and I might have reconsidered what my options would be. There you go. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not... I must admit, I'm not sure sure what you took at all. But um, anyway, go go back and listen. There's no point taking it back there. I doubt it would have changed that much. No. What, what you would take not not in not in nary a few months i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure you still enjoy that music whatever that film that was and whatever the luxury item is i'm still i'm sure you still consider that luxury item to be luxurious in its own way exactly. and therefore yeah. would still be seeking to take it to a desert exactly. island yeah. so without no final part of it it just uh, is left for me to say clara thank you for coming on this episode My thank pleasure. you for talking about the Women's Network, just giving a just giving an initial overview as we're really just introducing in introducing the idea of this, really for the first time. So a, a really nice interview there, and we'll be you know we'll be I know that you'll be feeding back stuff from meetings etc. Just to know how it's going on, and at some point in the future we'll have you on again to just give a little update of what's going up on. Uh, and but until then, obviously, wish you all the very best with it. And to, thank you very much. Yep, look forward to um, updating soon when we meet in June. Excellent. Okay, all right, then that's it for this episode, and I hope you can join us in the next episode of Supplycast. Bye. <laughs>